Welcome everyone to the show. This is where we talk about comic books, TV shows, and movies. As you guys know, this is LPFD Brief. Today we are going to be discussing the first three episodes of Secret Invasion. And I have a returning guest. You guys might have heard him on the Spider-Verse, the Across the Spider-Verse review that we did. And I have Guy back. What's up, Guy? Happy to be back. Happy to be talking about all the nerd stuff and everything going on in the world. Exactly. That's what we're here to do. I know you guys haven't heard us for a while. Well, I forgot the last, the last day we recorded was the um, Spider-Verse. So we're going to go ahead and do this. We're going to give our first three ep- uh, opinions on the first three episodes, things that we liked, things that we didn't like, you know, things like that throughout. So we'll probably jump a little bit here and there. Um, we'll try to keep it as close, like chronological order as possible. Also, excuse our voices because we did just come from... <laughs> The Luke's Holmes concert yesterday. Guy did two days in a row. Very apologize. We're going to try to power through this. <laughs> he did two days in a row. So we're going to power through this uh, to get this out. And then we'll do the season wrap up. So we'll probably just do this will probably be a two parter. Essentially, we'll do the first three episodes and then we'll do the last three episodes. Uh, so you guys can have that too. All right. So as always, guys, there's going to be spoilers ahead. So if you guys don't want to hear any spoilers, please go ahead and pause this. Go watch the first three episodes. Come back, listen to it. Let us know what you guys think. You guys ever have anybody actually complain that like you got spoiled it for them? No, I, we have not had anyone complain. Uh, I mean, the warning is there. If you guys skip through the warning, I'm sorry. It's not like I would understand if you complained. If I did, like didn't warn you, then that's on me. But as you guys know how I feel about spoilers, I always make sure I say it. So that's what's going on. So Secret Invasion. This is a show that is based off of one of Marvel's um, biggest storylines, which um, I wasn't the biggest fan of the comic book, Um, not because the setup wasn't fantastic. It was because the setup was so good, and I felt like the the comic storyline kind of failed in how great the setup was. So this is this story was done by one of my favorite writers, Michael uh, Brian Michael Bendis, who wrote some amazing stuff um but this one kind of fell short so disney's plus took their approach on um giving us this storyline which i was really happy about uh knowing that samuel l jackson would be like a major part of this because i feel like one thing we never got was um enough nick fury right i feel like always a background character kind of like in the shadows which Mm -hmm. i mean obviously that's where he lives but we never got him like and center exactly and um it was pretty it's pretty cool that you know we got some of that in miss marvel um we got a little bit of it and also um winter soldier so being able to see him knowing going into this show that this show was going to be centered around him and what perfect show for him to be centered around is something that's secretive where you know this is not a war that they're obviously seeing um up front right this is not something that is like oh um Loki's trying to get, you know, the Tesseract or, uh, you know, Ultron's trying to destroy the world. This is a very like secretive, um, um, what you call it, like secret ops kind of thing, which we know that's Nick Fury's wheelhouse, right? So um, being able to do this and being able to have Samuel L portray this role, especially a role that he really wants to play. Like he's always said, I love playing Nick Fury. I want to play it more. Um, So getting us this, we have some returning people in here too. We have Maria Hill. We have uh, Don Cheadle with, uh, you know, playing Rhodey is back uh, a lot of. And then we've got 
Amelia Clark making her MCU appearance. Uh, She's been great so far. I mean, listen, amazing. Like, listen, if, uh, Guy and I are big Ooh. Game of Thrones fans, yes. and Father um, of Dragons. Yeah, Amelia she can Clark can do no wrong. Really, she can do no wrong. I do think she's take, taken some bad roles, but um, that's not her fault. So, but here she's been uh, great. But we'll get into some of the story. So, basically, guy, when you heard about this show, what were your expectations going into this show? Like, what were you expecting to see? What are you expecting? Uh, things like that. I mean, definitely, we knew it was going to be. We knew from the get go, scrolls were villains. Uh, the Captain Marvel play out kind of had a little twist to it, to where we got them. Okay, they're not villains. Not all of them. Not yeah. all of them. Which, you know, in my mind, they were always going to be all villains. Mm -hmm. So coming into this show, I thought it was going to be a fun little, like, because obviously it was going to be one of those spy thrillers. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, nobody knows who's who. Anybody could be anybody. You have no idea. And then now you actually get almost like a little Civil War aspect between the two factions of the Scrolls. Yep. And that's something that I was really looking forward to. Mm -hmm. Okay, we got humans versus scrolls fight, but now you got kind of like this third party going in there too where they've got the battle within themselves, which usually those kind of battles turn out to be more entertaining and intriguing than just like the upfront war between two sides. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Um, going into the show myself, like um, knowing about the comic book and having read that, I was interested to see how they were going to kind of go away from that adaptation and see how much things they were going to do different uh the good thing about this that i like a lot is like i said earlier is i like a lot of the fact that they are using nick fury as a center point um and i think this story needed it to be at some someone to be a center point right so where you can see all the things that are affecting it and this is where some of those advantages when you're doing tv over comic books work because you're not sometimes having less is more right and the fact that they don't have to have this this invasion and affecting all books and you have to read like 10 or you know 20 books to kind of understand where everything is going um this is more so like we could still understand the impact of what everything's going to happen here but we also are like focused on one person here so it's like this is how he's being directly affected by this but also we know what the scale of this invasion could mean so in that first episode we see um talos again who i i love talos He's a, he's a great character. Such a good character. Steals the, the scenes he's in. He's so good. He, like, you know, his um, rapport with, with uh, Nick Fury is, is great, like their banter and all that stuff. And um, we'll talk about some of that a little bit later. But they have, like, really good, um, you know, and they also trust each other, right? They have a, a sense of trust. They have, like, this, this friendship that's more than what the original plan was, right? Yeah, I mean, We're, looking back at it, I mean, it's a friendship of almost 30 years. Yeah. I mean, that is a long time. Long time because, and even you got to, the you know, you count the blip, yep. you know, the five years from that also. And then obviously they met in the 90s when they did um, in Miss Marvel. So, uh, not sorry, Captain Marvel. But um, yeah, they met back, way back then, you know. He knows his family. He knows his wife. He knows his kids. It's like, they're pretty much brothers. Yeah. If you look at it that way, they're exactly. pretty much, their family, they're brothers. Yeah. So, of course, and, you know, they have that that kind of um, they have that kind of dynamic, right? Even though these two foreign people who like obviously different planets and stuff like that, they're both doing something where, again, Talos says he trusts Nick Fury to do what he needs to do. Um, and, you know, the whole goal behind Nick Fury and the um, the uh, scrolls coming to Earth was to find a new home. So that's very important to keep in mind as we go through this is that the whole point of this was, 
hey, we're going to help you out so that you can end up finding us a home. It was like a temporary. Exactly. Like we're just renting out. Yeah. This isn't like your home, home. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, Fury's not going to be one that can trust. What? And, and I mean, what he says later on <laughs> makes a lot more sense, yes. too, on why he can't do that. So, in episode one, we find out um, that the basically the Bad Scrolls um, is led by a guy named Gravik, who also Nick Fury knew when he was younger. Very war, like, um, he had a troubled past kind of thing. And Gravik is um, who I've really been enjoying his character. Uh, the actor who's playing, I forget his name off the top it's, of my uh, head. Kingsley Benadir. Yeah. He's been fantastic. Um, he's very, like, he has that very, like, um, he, he gravitate like, he takes the scenes too, right? Like, he comes in and it's like, he's not saying much, but you know, like, everything he does on screen is impactful. expressions. Yeah. He doesn't even have to say anything, but even when he does, yeah. emotion's there, mm -hmm. anger's there. Exactly. Oh, you can I tell mean. he was hurt. Um, and then, you know, he, you could tell he was hurt by, by Nick Fury and the fact that, again, this main reason is they were supposed to be finding them a planet. They feel like Nick Fury has taken too much time looking for that planet. At least some of them have, right? And you things can happen. say, right? Things happen. Obviously, a lot, of, a lot of things are happening. It, it can't just be, oh, I'm going to send you out things, especially because Carol, um, you know, Captain Marvel was also supposed to be part of that. We know she's having her issues throughout time and space, also. So um, there's a lot going on. So they can, we, I can understand both sides, right? I can understand why the scrolls feel frustrated because there is a point where you continue to do something for for people and you're not getting anything in return. It feels like, oh well, maybe you forgot about us. Like, what did you expect us to do? Like, you know, what I mean, we 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 want our space too. And they're mine too. I mean, if I was a scroll, I would consider myself better than a human. Yeah, of You're stronger than them. Mm -hmm. You got more skills than them. So, like, why are you, yeah, basically being their errand boys? Exactly. It's like, what's the point uh, here? We can shape shift. You guys can't even tell. You can't even detect detect your detect which ones we are. Right? Like, who's human? Who's not? The only way you know is if someone if they die and then they turn. Right? Because at least. Yet we haven't seen any it's technology. All, like, something. Yeah. Cut a finger off. Exactly. But again, that's okay. I mean, that's, that's a very yeah. that's a very hard way to, to prove every it. Every single person in the I mean, world. You've got ten fingers. I mean, uh, okay. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> so again, showing that off, and that we haven't seen any like way of being able to detect who's a scroll and who's not. Um. So besides, obviously, those kind of drastic measures. So. We see episode one where we meet basically all these characters. Um, it was a good intro episode. I think they did a really good job at letting us know where everyone stands in this beginning, right? Like, this is what's going on. This is what's happening. Um, I loved what they did at the end of the episode because it had a very impactful thing, right? And that's one thing that I feel like, um, I don't know if the TV shows kind of shied away from those, um, at least the Marvel shows. It felt like they, they, um, like a main, like you want something that's really going to impact the universe, right? And even though this is not like, I, like it's a pretty big thing because of what it, how it affects Nick Fury, right? And what happens at the end of the episode with the, the Maria Hill after the I mean, whole dirty bomb and it's everything. Too, like it's that. like a double scale kind of thing because, yeah. I mean, it's personal for Nick mm -hmm. because he loses, I mean, Maria Hill's. Yeah. Right hand man. I mean, Maria Hill legit 
took over Shield when he was gone. Yep. And then also the dirty bomb took out. And they say like two hundred. Yeah, like two thousand people. So innocent people. Yeah. Not just okay. It wasn't not like a wartime thing. Just yep. building. So I mean, those are shots fired right there. That's a way. Yeah, of course. And that's the thing. Like we, Gravik is trying to show off his what he is and what he's willing to do in order for everyone to understand the point that he's trying to make, which is what you want in a villain, right? You want him, and um, I don't know where I read this, but um, basically they were saying every, it's the the best villains are, are the ones who become heroes in their own story, right? Like Gravik feels like he is the hero to the scrolls. Yes. He feels like he's doing a justice for this that like for his race. His mind that's how you make a great villain. Because yeah. in his mind, this is like I said, he is a hero. Yeah. He feels like he's doing he's it right. Like he doesn't feel like he's doing anything wrong. He doesn't feel like he feels like, hey, we did our time. We helped you guys with all the spy stuff, with everything you needed us to do, everything you guys asked us to do for, like you said, thirty years at this point. And what have we gotten in return besides being able to stay here? Some of our people are locked up. Some of our people are in positions that they necessarily don't have to be. But we also have people in some pretty big powers I mean, that, you know what I mean? We can, we, we can control your human race. The problem with him is he's letting the emotions get the best of them. Absolutely. Just like Gaia asked him, why didn't you just take out Nick Fury? Yeah. And he... Basically, he could have. Yeah. Could have just taken him out right there. You take him out. You would have never known. Never know. I mean, no one's going to stop you at that point. Yep. You can't be stopped. But he wanted to try to make Nick Fury pay by killing people close to him. Yep. And then that's where you always make those mistakes. Mm -hmm. You can't can't do it on emotion. Yep. I think talking about some of those people, they've got higher up in the powers. Yep. That's full council that they kind of like have people situated already. Yep. You already saw like one of them's already like bowed out. Yeah. They kind of realize, okay. Yeah. I mean, he's got a good idea. He's got good plans, but it could be a little aspect bit, of them. Yeah. Like, this is personal. And it reminds me a lot of the Killmonger story, right? Where you can, obviously, you can, you can relate to what Killmonger was saying, right? Where the same thing with Gravik. You can relate to what he's saying and saying, hold on, like, I get where you're coming from, but your methods are a bit drastic (laughs) like you know what i mean it's the same thing with killmonger where we had that like okay like yes i understand what you're seeing from your perspective i understand why you feel that way but you also don't have to take everyone out in the process not that that extreme you know what i mean so that's like i said they tread that line of of that's what makes a great villain though right because you want to be able to have a relatable story which i think graphic does and then you also want to be able to you still need him to be a reason why we don't like it, right? And I think we're just not. We don't even have a lot of his story yet. Nope. Because nope. there's probably, I mean, my guess is going to be that Nick Fury played that father figure. Yep. Because we find out mm-hmm. pretty much through the story later on, kind of like who, you know, Nick marries. Yep. And then the one that brought him to the group. And then it's probably, it's going to have to, it's probably going to be that father son aspect. Yep. And that's a great uh, segue to episode two because episode two basically starts with us seeing Gravik, an orphan Gravik who loses his parents, which we find out he loses his parents um, later on in the, he loses his parents before he actually meets Nick Fury, right? And we see Nick Fury making his, his embrace um, with, you know, uh, Scroll. And then he basically meets Gravik. 
and he can already see the tension in Gravik, right? He can see that hurt. He can see that, oh, that willingness to thing. And he says, you know, don't be afraid kind of thing. And then Gravik is like, you know, I'm not really afraid. Like, but you know what I mean? Obviously there's that pain that he's already had because he like, you lost your parents, right? That scene, I mean, that scene was great because we, that's when you figured out the deal. Yep. We got the deal mm -hmm. between Nick Fury and the scrolls. Yep. A deal where you help me, you get me intel. Yep. Kind of do your spy thing. Mm -hmm. Give me information. I vow I'll continue. I will find you a home. Yep. And this is also where we see what Talos, how he spoke about Nick Fury. And this is in 97, right? So this yeah. is 30 years back where he basically is saying he has some of the scrolls that came back to Earth with him. And he's basically saying, like, look, I don't use this word trust a lot, um, but this guy, I trust him. Right. So, again, adding to the point you made earlier where it's like a 30 hit 30 year brotherhood essentially, but also, Hey, I trust you with my people. Right. And Talos feels that way. Right. He's like, I trust you with my people. My wife is here. You know what I mean? My kid. So like, I trust you with these things. We need you to make good on your promise. Right. And basically on how everything's going to work. So episode two did show a lot of, um, a lot of that kind of story of why, this um, friendship and why this union essentially is so essential, right? Because Talos is putting his people on the line here to find this world. It's not just him. Yes. And it's, it's his family. It's pretty much his entire, you know, like it's a race. It's a race like, at that point, yeah. right? So um, it is really important to him on why this needs to work out. So, uh, and that's a, a big burden for Nick Fury, but this is the kind of things that Nick Fury likes, right? He, enjoys this kind of being in this kind of role he that's what he feels like that's how he feels he is doing the earth you know justice by doing what he's doing so um seeing that scene at the beginning there was really important and then it goes to that scene that you were talking about where uh gravic meets the scroll council and we find out that the scrolls are in very he got very their hands in a lot of cooking pots <laughs> including the president of the united yeah. states so this is what makes this um, invasion very important, like very um, impactful, right? Because again, you don't know who's who, right? Nick Fury doesn't know. And if Nick Fury doesn't know, which is a person who bases a lot of his stuff based off of information and having resources and having... When he doesn't have that information, exactly. that's when he... You can tell. And it also looks like he's losing a step, right? At the end of episode one, right? He's we definitely... See not been the same since the blip exactly obviously right. it messed with them exactly in more ways than one and physically he's not the same right so um of course seeing that and that's one thing gravik said right he wanted to see nick fury and see what was left of him remember that line he's yep. like i wanted to see what was left of him so i could you know to see what because he was like i and he even said it i could have taken him out right there yep. right so um we see that scroll council thing, but we also, during the scroll council, we do notice that um, Gaia is kind of having talks again with her father, uh, kind of getting into that information. They have a very good conversation on basically like, hey, listen, this is, um, why don't you ask Gravik why your mother died? Like, you know what we I mean? We find out like off screen, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Talos' wife saw him. Yep. She's dead. Yep. So she's dead. And, you know, Gaia's working for Gravik. Yep. That's where we get into it. Yes. And we don't have the full story on it no, yet. And Talos but, says, hey, yeah. 
he's like asking what what happened like you know your mom died working for him exactly and then this is when gaia kind of starts making that effort hey i'm going to help kind of help because she can sense something is is wrong right because talos has no reason to lie to her right and we also know that talos was the general he was the old general um and being a general in the scrolls is a very important role right and that's why he was able to make that decision that we saw at the beginning of the episode where he basically tells him like you know everyone kind of follow my lead so in this council meeting they essentially now grant gravic say it's like wartime yep so during wartime which we've heard like a lot of mm-hmm. governments yep. or whatever during wartime one person's gonna make the calls yep so i guess in their pretty much how they roll you know they have a council but they can elect somebody that's going to be like the general during wartime so it's no longer a council mm-hmm exactly what happens and then we have um basically one of the i think it was i forget her name was it the the it was the prime minister right so we had i think i got this right we got one that's the prime minister of the united kingdom yep then you got one that's the commander of nato and yep. then the guy chris was we've the seen, guy. he is the guy that's the fxn news anchor yep. we see him on the news mm-hmm. then we've got two others that we didn't know their roles yeah but i uh, was just surely Mm-hmm. Her name was. She was the one that left. Yeah, she left that meeting. She said, "I'm not following this. I'm out." Yep. And then she contacted Talos to yep. be like, "Hey, this is what's about to go down now." Exactly. One thing I would say I didn't like. Um, <laughs> after that, like when she leaves, right? And why does my thing is, why does she call Talos right at the door when those two security guards are right there? Like those security guards could have said anything. Like they could have said, "Hey." As soon as she left, she called somebody, by the way. First of all, why you let her leave? Well. And we find out later on, they're trying to figure out. Who the spy is. Who the, who the spy is. So technically, I mean, you got to have all that in your mind when you leave there. Like, if you do get to leave, obviously, they're going to use you. So. But also, why would you directly make a phone call? Like, at the, get a burner. Get, do something else that doesn't include you <laughs> being in front of the security guards that work there who can literally give him the information that they need. Bad so, choices, bad choices. It was just not a good choice, you know what I mean? So, um, but Gravik makes that decision. He, well, he's happy with that decision now because he feels like that's his role, right? That's what he should be. That's where he wants to be. That's where he knows he has absolute power now, right? And you know he'll never give that up. No, not without a fight, obviously. Like, you know what I mean? Because again, like we talked about, he feels like he's doing everything right. He feels like he is the hero of the story. Anything that he is doing is the correct thing to be doing. So, um that that part was really good i enjoyed that scene a lot um i enjoyed the fear that he still brought upon the whole council right and it was a good um acting job by everyone on there because it was like okay now we're going into this absolute power thing how is everyone else going to react to this and everyone is kind of like yeah we're all hesitant for a hot second that's the thing though but like is he now being a general off of fear Right. And I think that plays a, a, a big part of it because I felt like they felt they didn't have a choice. No. They mm-hmm. thought they probably weren't going to leave the room. Yes. If. Exactly. <laughs> if they didn't promote him. Yep. So we see um, that scene. Obviously, um, Gaia then make calls, makes the contact saying, hey, this is happening. Like, you know what I mean? Um, to her father, trying to give her the intel of, of, of what's happening. Um, then we have probably my favorite scene out of the, these oh, first boy. Three episodes. 
um is nick fury gets to meet roadie um and see what's going on there first we get to see roadie yeah. talking to that council which was also great oh. roadie like don Cheadle's so good um roadie just being a smart ass was uh makes me makes my day because it gives you a little bit of a tony vibe Definitely. of why him and tony were such good friends but like roadie was always the one who was a little he was a little more uh what, what's the word like he wasn't as rambunctious I mean, he was held back he tried to like yeah. you know he was always trying to be the like you know the, the good colonel and stuff like that you know what i mean so uh those days are gone yeah but now he's in a higher rank <laughs> yes right and um he's in a higher rank he talks to the council and he's basically like what's good like he's like yeah listen i had no idea that freaking you know where nick fury was i don't know why he wasn't stationed in space which is what we find out also where he's been after the blip um and then he's like i don't know why he wasn't there and then uh was it uh slovakia um, but yeah one yeah. of them it was basically yeah. like you know he was just like if they rolled their eyes at me one more time yeah. he was like and then he's just saying it in front of them too like very bold very rash he gets that call from nick fury saying that he wants to meet and um they end up doing this meeting which was great because like i said this is probably one of my favorite nick fury moments just because um it was it was a really good conversation between them right where Nick Fury and Don Cheadle are basically talking about just race and talking about positioning and basically like, hey, of course, again, some the best stories are made when you can understand both sides, right? Yeah. Like they both know what they've each gone through to get yeah, to the to position, to the position they, they, they need at. to go to, right? And being that, of course, there are, are both you know black men trying to get into the, these positions and having to fight harder, it brings that you know Nick brings that 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 part of that conversation into it right it definitely hits harder than yeah. we got you know two other actors or, exactly. or characters talking mm -hmm. like these, what these guys have had to gone through to get where they're at yep. means a lot more exactly because of that aspect so they're talking about it saying hey look you know you know what you had to do to get here i know what i had to do to get here basically like you know what i mean don't try to like just turn this all on one thing it basically becomes a like Hey, like, wait a second. Did they send you here to fire me? Kind of thing. Like, you know what I mean? And he was like, Rody's like, nah, I volunteered, right? So we know Rody is now also tired of this like Nick Fury secretive stuff. They knows that you're not the same person that you were. Like you feel like you're a little bit out of the loop now. And if you don't, like I talked about earlier, don't have that information that we need. What good are you? You're not Nick Fury anymore. Right. And justify the like exactly. means. Like if you're not getting us that intel and what? this secret war is going on, yeah. you don't know how to, and how to stop it or who's who or what, what, then what good are you to yeah. us? Exactly. Other than a liability. Exactly. And again, going back to just not having what he, what he has, you know what I mean? Um, and then he's like, but of course, with Samuel L's charm in the thing, the conversation is just so much funnier because he's just like, wait, you're sitting here to fire me? Like, you know what I mean? So, and then the guy, try, one of the guards tried to attack Rhodey. Um, he also explains to Rhodey, hey, listen, there's a war that you can't see. And of course it sounds crazy, right? Because you can't see the enemy. You can't think, but guess what? I'm the only one who can stop it because I have the most information on the scrolls, which is true. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, more than we knew at that time also, even more so. More mm -hmm. so. Like, and we find out later on in this episode, yes. but like you have the most, he has the most information. So him presenting that to Rhodey doesn't, it's not crazy, right? But it's crazy. It to sounds someone. crazy coming out of exactly. someone's mouth. It's like, first of all, you're old. This person's old. not that person. Yeah. Like, 
you're and first of all, you're old. Like, you know, what I mean, you're older. You don't have what you had before. I, mean, I like him with the no eye patch. I don't know Me about too. like anybody else, I'm but I mean, I'm a grayed out eye. Yeah, I think it's cooler. I, mean, I think it it's looks, cooler. When I see him like the old one with like the eye patch, I mean, I'm like, I mean, it's a nice homage. Like, you is, know what I mean, but, but now I'm like, this is the Nefuri. Yeah. I want the big beard, yeah. the gray eye. You yeah. see the claw marks. But also, it makes it feel like it makes it feel more of I've been through it. Right, it pre it presents that like I uh, I feel like it presents that um I've been going like there's a lot like I I don't really care about my appearance as much anymore like or my eye like it's not a big deal like I've been going through way worse than this so like who cares about this damn eye patch like Most you're gonna look at my recognizable character exactly. on planet Earth yeah is, you're always gonna know yeah. who he is so um so it was it, it's it's really good to see that and then. The guard tries to attack him because they're saying, hey, you know, you need to get He's out like, of you here. You got to go. We're, yeah. we're going to take you out. Well, they're going to fly him somewhere, yeah, I guess. He, they're going to take him to the plane. Yeah. And, and he was like, what? And then he basically, you know, breaks that guy's arm and all that stuff. And then he basically says, Rody goes, yeah, Rody goes, you know, and you see, this is why you're out. And, he, and then this moment <laughs> yeah. right here is because it, it's so good to me because he creeps up. Like, it's like a quick like snap and then he's just like i'm nick fury even when i'm out i'm in and it's like he's 100 correct like you know what i mean it doesn't even matter what's going on because you know nick fury knows like you know what i mean and to have that kind of knowledge but also it being roadie you have to know that right yeah. like you have to know that even he's, he's already going to be five steps ahead of you he's way ahead of you because he already again knows, knows more than you do he may have sounded surprised but he knew why he was there yeah he knew they were going to try and take him he knew there was a potential that they weren't going to give him the resources that he needed he probably had three ways to get out of there yep he clearly can still fight <laughs> so you know what i mean it's just it was a really good moment for samuel L. and for nick fury where to be able to you know have a little serious like have a serious moment and still like resonate that power of the character of saying basically like this is who I am may not be who I used to be but I'm, but still, I'm still Nick Fury. I'm still better like, better than you yeah exactly <laughs> I'm still Nick Fury so you better get um you better get it together you know what I mean so and of course uh, the whole thing he gets um Rhodey also in that conversation is basically blaming uh Nick for the bombing and for Maria Hill's death you know what I mean I mean in a sense I mean, yes, not of wrong. course, it's, of course, but I mean, you know, it happens, mm -hmm. but Maria knew, but also Maria knows going into that. What was, what potentially could have happened. I mean, right? she does. I mean, yeah. but we know the way she went down. Exactly. She like, thinking, got, thinking, she got to let, let her heart guard down thinking yeah. that it was fearing in front of her. Yep. So that just shows again, the dangers of this threat, right? Because it can be anyone. It can be someone you trust. It can be anyone. And, and I think we even had though, Marie saying it. So Nick, yeah. before like that episode when he died, yep. or she died, where he was like, you're not the same anymore. Yep. You can't handle this fight anymore. Mm -hmm. So everybody was well aware that Nick was not the same after the blip. And this could be that spark he needed to get him like mentally back in like mindset right again to where before it was like, eh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But yep. when something like that happens. It's big. It's big. And um, like I said, the impact of that was really big. We see that Nick gets a little bit tired after that, but he's kind of like, it all kind of sinks in too, right? Like they kind of stripped him of his position um, and all that stuff. So he's kind of feeling some type of way emotionally and physically, right? Um, during that time, we find out a little bit more about graphics plan with uh, Gaia. Um, where Gaia's, some creepy looks into some stuff. Gaia co going into the thing, play, playing her, you know, 
being a little secretive and stuff, she actually goes downstairs to the basement um, and she follows uh, the guy to basically see what's going on. What do we want to call that? So what? The cave. I don't with, know what we're calling it. It's it's, it's, a it's cave with with people that they're taking over. It reminds me. I mean, obviously, a lot of people don't watch the Supernatural, but when the gins would like take somebody yeah. in Supernatural, like I'm like strung up. Yeah, they're just like they're just sitting there dreaming. Yeah, they're just, dreaming, but it's really just collecting information, there right? Was hundreds of people There's in that hallway, and again, people in positions of power, right? And the the key is this is a kind of a two parter when she finds out all these things about the basement, though, is that we see. These main people getting taken away. This these machines are basically able to get into their their memory. They read their minds. You get the they, whole yeah, history. They of get them. the whole history, so it makes them more effective because not only are they just being able to look like you, now they also have your whole memory. Now my so, question: Scrolls mm-hmm. have some like super memory, like. How are they remembering this entire history? Well, I think, or is it like, hey, here's your homework. Yes, go home and I, read I this. I think the key, yeah, but I think that's, it's also that's a lot of homework. <laughs> remember, though, they haven't been; they've been in these positions for a long time. Yeah. It's not like you know what I mean. I think pretty much like you said. I mean, obviously, it's off-screen stuff, but like, I think it's pretty much like, hey, make sure you know. You need to know the memories of the key components, like obviously, kids' birthdays passwords passcodes things like that imagine being they tell you got to do that yeah but imagine also that is your job though right like the only thing they have to do is that and then after you know after your memory like after you've memorized all that stuff essentially like it's only like one or two times that you're really going to get questioned on it because it's all and it's accessible again too but man man, if you got a person with a boring life and you're going through all that yeah you better give me somebody or something i gotta watch an interesting movie or something i don't want some like boring nine to five nine to five sleeping (laughs) all that yeah i get that i get that that's that's a good one but we see that 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 whole storyline and seeing basically how they're being able to find these passcodes and how they're being able to find these people's memories and things like that. Um, I thought that was really cool to see. We go a little bit deeper and then we see that there's some scientists working on some stuff. And as we see, we're seeing how these, their genetics work and how things uh, go to. And this is really a reference to um, the comic books where Super Scroll. Uh, I'll say he yeah. dropped, he name drops Super yeah. Scrolls. Super Scroll gets name dropped later on. Well, he's, he says they want to become Super Scrolls. Uh, in the comic book, there's only essentially one Super Scroll. It was one but, of those things where he told the council, because they're like, what happens when the Avengers show up? Or like, somebody yeah. superpowers come up. And that's when he's like, don't worry, I got a plan. We got a plan and for that. where we start to figure out that what that plan is. And we fought, we see that the Daltons are the ones that are helping him out um, with this genetic, essentially, change, which is um, kind of what they did was they took the origin of what Super Scroll, the uh, Super Scroll from the comics was um, doing this. Because in Super Scroll... The comics he was actually an old school fan um fantastic four villain and what they did was him um what he did was they basically the scrolls gave him the powers of the fantastic four so he could he had johnny storm he had all of their powers which i think is interesting now especially with the fact that but did um, they like have pieces of their dna on that or that was just like no, there was, he was just no, able to like recreate yeah, it he was able yeah they were able to do like that kind of like how, what they're school. going on this side where it's like yeah. It's, it's more believable now because it's like we're giving people powers. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Opposed to like, you can't just be born with these yeah. powers. We can't but just be like, hey. But it's the same thing with the, the story in the comics, though. The comics was very similar to where he was genetically modified 
in order to get these things so he could have the four powers of the Fantastic Four. So um, it was nice to see them kind of reference that and kind of reference the power DNA kind of thing. Um, I thought that was a, a really cool thing. And Gaia sees this and... You see the computer. So we get yeah. a glimpse of like what powers they've got exactly. already. And what things they're trying to get to. And I thought that was really cool. Um, Gravit kind of catches her on the way out, basically. And then the, the whole thing with um, Brogan happens where... We were talking about earlier with the finger cutting, getting cut off and the torture. So that's a character that. we really didn't talk about that much yet. That's like the old, was that M, M16 agent? Yeah. Was it Sonia Fallsworth or something mm -hmm. like that? So we don't know much about her. Yeah. We know that she has a relationship with Nick Fury. Episode obviously. one, you get a conversation between the two of them. Yeah. Episode two. She, <laughs> she basically has her, her version of interrogation. Yes. And her version of interrogation clearly works because she gets information that she wants. Now, when that information came out, of course, we know that um, Gaia was also part of uh, the downfall of what happened to Brogan because Brogan never gives up the position of where everything is at, but Gaia does. So when Brogan comes out, saying this information basically you know what i mean she covered it up pretty well because she's like well like he was like well i lied yeah. but like then their secret thing gets they found a spot spot and we saw gaia leave camera to go talk to someone and say something right so um she kind of she's, she's she's in a dangerous territory right she's in dangerous territory on this episode um we see that brogan gets saved they come out um, Sonya makes it out of there. One basically. finger less, but one finger less, but, but that's that doesn't matter. Kinda, that's what I'm talking about. You can see if they're scrolls, you chop yeah. off a finger, one finger, you see the yeah. green and, and then they she, do bleed red, Yeah, bleed red. So that doesn't help your situation, yeah. but chop a finger off. Yeah. And part of it, that finger's got to turn back. Yep. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah, then, you know, and then she, um, makes, basically makes it out of there. Um, also, it was great. Too. Yeah, she was just like I'm out underneath. Of here. Yeah. She's just so calm. Yeah, she's just so calm with it. She was like, "Yeah, just I'm like I'm this gone. older lady, so calm." Yeah, and it's so, nice to see when those you know agents still have it. Like she still got it, right? Like you know, and and I think that's a a cool thing to see. Um, but Gravik ends up saying, "Hey, I'm saving people," um, and they weren't in there guns blazing. By the way, they were just like, "Oh, bah, 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 bah. they were floating yeah. around." Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So basically, um, Gravik's sees the, that the safe house gets raided. Um, and then obviously first suspect is going to be broken, right? Because this is where you kind of see how extreme he is. Yeah. I think that's the difference. The different like types of leader between Talos and him. Yeah. Where Talos cares about his, his people. people. Well, Gravik just cares about the his end mission. Yeah. The end of it. Exactly. He doesn't care who he has to take out or kill. Yeah. Whatever. You just see them walk him off to the woods and yep. it was one of those where look at the roses Yep. So they Bam. go out. They were like, hey, come here. Like, are we almost home? And he ends up making, and he also makes his brother essentially do the yeah. death, which is so fucked up, right? And then it's so messed up, and he ends up shooting him. And we could see um, Gaia kind of be like a little shell shock. And Gravik the whole time is looking at Gaia because he may start suspecting, right? Because I mean, he's I a smarter like character. He's always, if he didn't always suspect it. Yeah. Like who her dad is. Exactly. So he, probably plays that one close to the chest. Yeah. It's like, I can get the information this way. I can mm -hmm. use her. So it's going to be like just one of those where he's going to keep her close, keep an eye on her, because there's always a chance. Yep. 
and then basically we see that happen and we we kind of leave off with that and then we find out that nick fury is heading home uh after a long day of of all that stuff and what ends up happening then is that we end up seeing a character that nick fury is married to right because very strange she says you know you're my ring and we find out that the from the top of the episode with vara um that he is married to vara who is taking on priscilla fury oh nick's been married to a scroll this whole time whole time Exactly. And knowingly knowing that she was a scroll too. So it wasn't something that was, you know, wasn't like hidden or whatever the, the case may be. So again, going back to that secret life of knowing who she like, you know, n- like now he's really invested in the scrolls, right? Because now his own wife is essentially a scroll and he knows that, but like he has a little bit more meaning and more impact to this, right? So that was the way that episode two ended with them basically, you know, having that Boom. moment and being like, married oh, to a scroll. he's Boom. married to a right. scroll next. <laughs> so episode three um, is a good one because uh, another great one. And this is basically the midseason finale because we all know that um, this is going to be six, six, ep- six episodes. So this is kind of like our mid um, season finale point. Uh, this episode starts with basically what we were talking about with the whole power DNA and letting the scroll council know about, Hey, like I'm trying to build super scrolls. Like I want them to become superheroes because obviously we can expect, we can expect how they're going to react. Like find out he did some testing on himself at that point to show off. Yeah. Because he basically could, uh, do that. And we find out later on in that episode basically with him the conversation he has with talos um why he can do the things he can do back to one of the best movies ever made (laughs) (laughs) don't do this don't do this (laughs) don't do this okay so anyway (laughs) so exciting listen so what we find out is that um talos also has a plan uh, not talos uh graphic has a plan um uh, even about the super soldier serum but before he does this we find out that there's someone who needs to go ahead and a launch is about to happen because there's a torpedo about to happen he's got a smart he's got a smart plan smart plan no. he's got people in the places he needs to be he wants a war to break out on the earth let all the countries start fighting with each other yep and then they could just come in and scoop up scoop up the remaining scraps yeah mm-hmm. whatever's left and hey again you have no idea who we are so and if we have these the super soldiers here like if we're super scrolls it doesn't matter either right so um, his plan's great. Uh, I think he, they, you know, with the whole Navy and all that stuff. Solid plan. A solid plan. I think it's going to, we'll see how it, it ends up working. I mean, you're going to have a planet that's been like probably nuclear bombed. I mean, I don't know how well that's going to be for your kind, but you know what? It's a solid plan. Well, yep. <laughs> and then of course we have, um, this information about the, the Talos wants to have a, a parlay essentially with, uh, graphic about what's going on, everything like that. We see a big we have a big falling out between Nick and Talos also when they were on the, uh, the train. Nick finds out that while he was gone, yep. Talos trying to look out for his people across the galaxies brought the bad ones, brought all the scrolls to earth. So oh. thousands of scrolls. And one thing that Nick said that I loved was he was just like, cause Talos was like, what do you think? Like we can exist 
with each other. And he was like, we can't, Nick was like, our race can't even exist with our own race, <laughs> like our own species. Like, you know what I mean? There was like, there's only room it's for sad, one. But true. It's so <laughs> sad, but true. Right. Because there's so much fighting going on between the two. Um, like there's, there's so much fighting between the human race that is hard enough knowing that you have to now try to bring in another species and imagine how everyone else is going to react. You so, can't blame either side. No, like Talos is like, Hey, I like he you. He's like, you were not here. Yeah. You disappeared. Like you were gone. You didn't. First of all, you were gone for five years. You were gone. And when you came back, you were gone. Exactly. And we it's find not the first time we heard somebody tell Nick that also exactly. find out later that that's the same way that his wife feels. Right? So he's got some answer in the questions. He's got to do. some answer. He's not only, he's not he hasn't been all good either. I think he knows it too. Of he course, knows that. Of course. But again, being in his position and being the person that he is, everything is always close to the chest. So like even the even now his emotions are the same way too though, right? The fact that he was scared about cuz we find out that he was scared and how the blip affected him like cuz he had no control over anything. Like he couldn't do anything, right? Like all he knew like he was blipped away and Everything was gone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, all that power, all that information you kind of went through. Like, and then he comes back and figure how much has changed. Right. He's so out of the game at that point. Yeah. Like, you've, you've missed five years, and Earth's biggest fight you weren't even a part of. Like, so all the stuff you've been doing this whole time, what was it for when this threat that you can't control, and that kind of thing messes with someone, right? It messes with you because he's like, I don't know... Like I was just gone. Like, was like you ran away, but he, I mean, everything you planned for everything, like to protect the earth was gone literally in a snap. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, um, that takes a lot out of a person like that. You know what I mean? So, um, we end up seeing, um, that conversation happen. Um, we also then end up seeing the Talos and Gravit conversation happening basically with saying, Hey, look, I mean, Talos well, was like a Hail Mary. Yeah. One last Hail Mary. Be like, Hey, you're not helping our people. Yeah. Like, what do you say? We're pretty much, they've been on the brink of extermination because they've done this before. Yep. And we, like, that's like, we know the history of them. Yep. But obviously, a lot of people may not know the history of yep. the scrolls. Like, they had their own planet. Mm hmm. Bros. Scroll War. So, in his mind, like, you're literally going to do this to us again. And that's when he drops that line about a human. I forget what, what it was where humans are their most dangerous. Yeah. When they're when they're threatened, yeah, because yeah. like, they'll find a common enemy. Exactly, and then yeah, it's very true. So, um, him saying that, and of course, like, uh, graphic kind of dangling uh, Gaia in his face too doesn't help either, right? No. Where he's just like, oh, "You're lucky I didn't send her, bring her back in a body bag." And then Talos was like, "Wait a second, I don't know who you think <laughs> you're talking to, homie." But um, I did love the scene when he originally gets up and yeah. all everybody, everybody in the you restaurant. Find out everyone in the yeah. restaurant's working for Gravik. Yeah. They're all like, scrolls. Just all scrolls. And like a scene like that is so impactful because, like, again, you don't know who's who, and you don't you're you're not safe in any space because you can't tell who your enemy is. And I wonder if Talos knew that. I think. I think he knew that Probably there was assumed. some, but I don't think he knew there was that many. Also, we find out later it didn't even matter because he didn't care. Because even, <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Because even, but even then, he still feels like, hey, I can take care of it myself, kind of thing. Um, where he basically, again, Gravik mentions Gaia again, and he's like, "Bruh, 
And then he basically stabs him in the, fin- the, like, the hand. Keep my daughter's yeah, name yeah, out your, your mouth. mouth. And then he's like, listen, I don't care who you think you are, but just remember, I will put you in your place. Like, you know what I mean? And with a butter knife. With a butter knife. With a knife. butter knife. That's a hand with a butter knife. <laughs> that's a strong stab. Okay. So he ends up stabbing him. And that's when we kind of find out that uh, Gravik has been um, working on himself. With, Pulls his hand off of it. And is able to heal himself. Instead of blood. He heals himself. Get the lovely, was it extremist from yeah. our go-to Iron Man oh, 3. Yeah. Why we keep going back to that movie sometimes, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like you have to add. Like they, we gotta they, keep, are they trying to just like justify this movie over like, and over, like going back to just it? Saying, hey, here, take these parts of this movie and just enjoy these parts because these are the things that we liked from it. So we got to keep it. Now, obviously, he's not just going to blow up at some point. No. No, he's not. they figured out, or at least with the scrolls. Yeah, same with you, like me. But like, that's what you would choose. I, I, yeah, I mean, again, but then the thing is, right? We don't have what what other like healing factors have we seen on screen? Uh, it's true because we're missing a lot in the MCU. We're missing Wolverine. Missing our mutants. <laughs> like, missing our mutants. So, so there hasn't been much healing factors, right? We know people who are indestructible, or people who have like you know. Things like that. But that's we, one of the things I am looking forward to because I had mentioned it earlier where he's like, Did you get the package? Yeah. Obviously, the package was referring to some piece of some super powered person exactly. that they were going to try to manipulate. Yep. So, kind of like in my Ooh, mind, yeah. it's like, What were they trying to get? Like, exactly. which one is that important and mm-hmm. what's available? And now that we have the talks of mutants coming back, I mean, Miss Marvel, we had the whole uh, mutant, like legit, just ma- name drop like hey mutants like you know what i mean we had that also the even though it was in a different universe we had the you know multiverse of madness where where we're, we're drop we're name dropping the mutants right and name dropping we were gonna um, it's gonna happen yeah of course the only question is how they introduce how it and when how long does it take to get there those are the things i kind of like that they've been doing this slow build up to where hey oh by the way this is a mutant or hey this is a mutant even miss marvel herself is a mutant technically because her, that's the legit. The lines from that is that she was gene- like, that's part of her mutant powers. So most important thing is another shout out to Iron Man three. Oh god, <laughs> I, why do we, I don't know why we keep coming back to that movie? But anyway, it, we're here. We're here. It's happened. Um. So yeah. Um. Basically, we're talking about uh. Tal- uh. We see that whole conversation after the fight. Fury has to go ask Talos for some help. Um. You know what I mean? He's very. Reluctant. Yeah, reluctant about it, but he's the like, things hey. he said to Talos before. Was, yeah, and he, he said you're lucky. Shots. Yeah, and he said you're lucky because, like, who am I to come back? But like we were talking about earlier, it's a brotherhood with them, I right? Think in that conversation they had, they get, they get intel, whatever, they're going to yeah. go find. Mm-hmm. Try to get the launch codes. Yeah. And, and they, that conversation they have in that car together. That's probably the best acting that we had this whole, I mean, just those two going back and yeah. forth. I mean, two strong actors going back and forth. Yeah, basically, you're saying like, look, going toe to toe. And who do you know that goes toe to toe with Nick Fury? Exactly. But he's also saying like, listen, I, like, dude, you're in that position because of me, and I never asked you for like a thank That's you. Where we kind of like we get that find out. Yeah. When Nick met them initially. He was just an up and comer. Yep. Because we saw it in Miss Marvel. And he said basically, Talos said, "We made you." Yeah. Like, but and all we and we and Talos himself said, "I I didn't even ask you for that much." Like, you know what I mean? Like he was, he was proud to do it for yeah, him because it was him. 
And that kind of took Nick aback, right? Like, because he's like, dude, I appreciate you for you because this is who you are to me. This is what you meant to me. But then we get the typical Nick Fury at the yeah. end of that where they get to where they're going. Yeah. It's just like, like, we're here. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't want to interrupt your little, we made yeah. you speech. <laughs> or we made it, or we did it together. Like, you know what I mean? So, and, and the whole thing we talked about yesterday uh, with the whole uh, dogs and uh, thing was a great, great oh, my by Talos Just being like, I've never seen anything like it's this. It's just, I mean, there's no reason to even throw that in there, but yeah. it's just like it just an observation. Good. Someone like, mm-hmm. I mean, what but, other organism cleans up another organism's mm-hmm. poop? Happily. Like, like he's just willingly, like, happily. Yeah. I don't um, get dogs. And he's like, Yuri's like, what do you mean? Please, this man's best friend. Like, <laughs> but it's true. It's one of those things where you're like, dang, that, 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 that does make a lot of sense. But they end up going to the, um, the, the person who has the launch code uh, for, to basically say like, you know, Hey, we need you to stop this thing because we need to do this. Um, Gaia uh, aids in that, right. Basically going to the thing, uh, going back to the basement, finding out, exactly what that password is because the scroll he wasn't uh, going to give it up he wasn't going to give it up and he ends up dying anyway you know what i mean this is weird because i mean they had his son but i guess it's not yeah. really his son no i think it's his real i think the kid was a scroll too was the kid a scroll or was oh, the no kid, no no the kid the son right, of, right, the son of so the that's thing. why he yeah. really didn't care he didn't really care as much but he did initially he so did. that's like a question mark kind of deal but he so. didn't know yeah he didn't know either i don't know it was, so it was like weird. when fury walked in with the kid he was like, i don't care it's not my yeah. kid shoot him yeah so um yeah, so they, they they end up doing that whole thing. And I, I love the fact that he was just like, well, no one calls me. No one calls me Nick. Like, he was like, he knows you know, the setup. And it was a great callback, right? Because it was like, don't call me Nick. So um, that whole thing happens. And then we see Talos kind, kind of be like, hey, like, all right, I'm going to have to, like, I'm going to try to get this information out of you. You don't want to give it to us. All right, you got to go. And then he kind of calls Gaia. He puts Gaia in a, a pretty bad p- position, right? Because Gaia has and- to run. But they need to stop this code, right? They need he knows to stop how it. important it is to stop this nuclear attack. They have to, because it's, it's too much. So he calls Guy. He's like, hey, I need you to get this password for me. Obviously, it's the son's name. Um, you know what I mean? But that it wasn't about the password being obvious. It was more about the, 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 what it took to get the password. Ends up getting that password. He's saying, hey, I need you to run. Um, but, of course, now Gravik knows. knows. And Gravik felt it. We see Gaia trying to escape. Um, he ends up not like being like seeing who tries to escape. He's like, I can't kind of thing. And she was like, you know, turn around so he could shoot her in the back. And he was like, no, she was like, you're going to face me. And like, are you, she ends basically saying like, are you like the scroll savior? Or are you the worst? And then he just shoots because now he's also having that kind of like, am I doing the right? Like he's having that questionable moment because like, one of his best people just turned on him, right? And one of his people that came in with such fury and anger is now like... I don't even think he thought twice about it. No, he didn't. He didn't. But I'm saying uh, the, like, but also it's 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 that part where it's like... I guess the turnaround. I, I guess right. when he yeah. said the turnaround part. Yeah. So obviously he wouldn't say that if he didn't care. Exactly. Because he little cared. Bit. He cared. He didn't want to look her in the face. I agree with you. I don't think he, I don't think he ever doubted what he was going to do. But it was either the attack works or yeah. I figure out who the spy is, whatever yeah. that is, and that's it. Like, I'm gonna get either this way, it's a win win. It's a win win for him. And he was like, it was more important to find out the spy. He finds that out. And this is what's going to push these next. Um, we also see during this whole time that Nick Fury's, um, that uh, Vara is having these 
conversations. Have some side conversations. We don't quite know. I think it's graphic. Because I think when... They were close. Yeah. When she was having that conversation with Nick, where she basically is saying, like, you know, you were gone, and kind of like, you were gone twice. Like, you know what I mean? And I never... I didn't even recover from the first time you left before you you were gone back. Like, you know what I mean? So she was like, so I had to lose you twice and deal with that, right? So that's a really important conversation. And you can already see that he's kind of like, I don't trust you as much. You know what I mean? So I don't know if it's graphic, um, but um, she calls someone saying, hey, I'd like to speak to graphic. And... She says no he's not available unless she she's working for nick but that's the thing though like who knows we right? don't know who's and working for who or what angle who's doing what for and that's what makes this show so intriguing is because you don't know anything you know enough and you know as it's going to happen and i think what this show is doing better than the comic book is that it is giving us those real situations when things don't work out like you know what i mean like Okay, you gave it. You gave in this piece of information, but guess what? Because you did that, a character's died. Yep. You know what I mean? We've seen every every episode. Well, besides two, we've seen a reveal to why the scroll invasion is an important one. This happened, by the way. Maria Hill's dead. Episode one, like episode two. By the way, Nick, you you got fired from Shield. Oh, you're also married to a scroll. And then episode three is Gaia, Talos. Hey, I need those codes. Gaia gets it to him. Oh, yeah. By the way, we think we Gaia think. might be dead. We don't know. We think. We, we think. assume. We don't know if she had any super soldiers or if anything was working on her. She's not that lab. We never see her off. We never see her on screen. We see her get shot. That's kind of what you're talking about because we're pretty much living through Nick Fury's scope. So we're exactly. not seeing a lot of like whatever's going on behind with these other characters. We so. also know that Talos doesn't know yet. That's going to be, I think, the biggest. If it turns out that she's actually dead, like what happens to Talos? That's going to set him off. So it's going to be where we got put. And again, we have now, we have Priscilla, having who Nick Fury's wife, having that conversation with we don't know who. So we added another player to this game, potentially. And there's probably 10 other players we don't even know about yet. We have three episodes left. My question is, the big one for me, are we going to get the Kree? That's a very interesting question. Because uh, I almost thought Sonya was doing that interrogation. I don't know I if was we like, get... She's got strength? Yeah. She's got so much going on. I don't know if I we get like, Kree, man. She be Kree? I know we, we got the Kree conversation. Because if they put themselves on that radar, yeah. these girls are no longer hiding. Listen, the role... Kree find out. Yeah, but then... Next thing you know, the war got mentioned, right? So we got the Kree versus Scrolls war mentioned. Um, that's not the first time they mentioned it. I don't know if we get them in this show. I would be interested to see, knowing that this show is going to be leading up to Armory Wars, if we get them going into that. Or like, I'm very interested to see what the big payoff is. Because I've really been enjoying these first three episodes. And it's the same thing like I was saying with the comic book where the lead up to this has been fantastic. They just need to finish this off. Obviously, properly. we're going to have the super super scrolls. We're going to have some type of fight breakdown. Who's going to be the superhero who shows up? Is That's the, the other question. Because, I mean, we got Nick Fury, but, I mean, I see he's not 
Exactly. Okay, now somebody with superpowers. No. So who's going to be the one that shows up? Do we get a do we get do a we throw get, in? Do we get a little cameo? We, I think for sure Rhodey suits up, right? Rhodey's got to suit up for for sure, especially because knowing that this show is going to lead to Armory Wars. Yeah. There's no way arm like you know what I'm saying there's no way that Rhodey doesn't suit up. Like I I just I don't feel like you introduce Rhodey and put him in this position if he's not going to suit up. I think it might be one of those things too where. Talos has to become a monster to be a monster. Yeah. So he may have to make himself into a super scroll yep. in order to take out Gravik. And that's what I really want. I want that battle between Talos and Gravik. And I think we'll because get that. Gravik, as of right now, got his wife killed. Yep. Killed his yeah. And then that whole um, battle, I think, is going to happen, right? Because we're kind of set up to where Gravik and Talos are going to kind of fight it out while Nick kind of looks for whatever plan that he's looking to do or, or, uh, they might show like them being a duo and helping each other out in that fight. And I'll, I'll it'll definitely be a big battle, I think, at the end between the two of them. Yeah, I think it'll be, we'll have a big battle. Um, obviously, there's going to be a lot of things going on too. I'm very interested again to see who's the cameo. I think Rhodey for sure, and then um, seeing who else because I feel like there's going to be another person. I wonder if Captain Marvel shows up, and the reason why I say that right is because of this technically with the way that miss marvel ended depending on what the timeline is carol's technically on earth technically and she is invested in this yes so but the thing is does nick know or maybe they show a scene where carol is like hey i'm on earth like you know what i'm saying like why don't you just call me or like you know you like you or no i'm just saying like she's gonna be like yo i don't know how because that could also lead into, obviously, we know the Marvels comes out later on this year, right? So, like, I wonder if they might throw a little something in there. Um, because, obviously, like you said, they're both connected, right? So, uh, I'm interested to see, because Carol is on Earth. It's just something to kind of, like, keep in mind. Like, I'd be okay seeing Sam come in here, too. If we get Sam Wilson show up. Yep, it'd be a great That'd way. be a great little, like, okay. Thing, especially with the leading movie. Leading up to the movie coming up. Out, too. Hopefully they do something smart like that, where it's like. Maybe. And, I mean, he's on Earth, right? Like, you, you're going to want to do. And I think it's going to be time to start um, prompting up those, our new Avengers, essentially. Right? Like, our new. We're going to have to. We have to, at some point, start giving them these roles to where they can start taking those up. Right? And I think this would be a good place to, hey, um, and I'm wondering. It is in England, right? Huh? Are we in England? Like, they have, like, yeah. the prime minister, yeah. all that. Well, yeah, we're all over the place with this because we know the Squirrel Invasion. Um, so, yeah, I don't know who we can get. Um, I will also, I, this kind of uh, would, I would love to see this, but I don't think it's going to happen. I would love if we got an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. reference. And don't get me started. <laughs> I've been wanting. Don't want Chloe so Daisy, bad. Yeah, if we could get Daisy, <sighs> if we get Daisy. I'll be like that'd be a nice because there, there's been rumors. Listen, give me Daisy, give me LMD Colson. Like that's exactly. all I need. Hey, and they, I mean, hey, they they even mentioned <sighs> it, Colson. So LMD Colson, who cares? Because then it's like everyone's happy. But also, they killed him. He could be killed already. Yeah, now he's a robot. LMD Colson, like everybody wins. We get the character. That's what I'm saying. So, or you can just have someone say that that was a scroll the whole time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you do, like, because you can save it all, right? Like, let's say since, since we, since it's been the 90s, right? We see Coulson's death 
and we just add a scene essentially yeah. and you show it afterwards him turning green and then kind of colson was in the background this whole time also that's a good way of bringing him back oh um, don't get me started on so who oh, knows? Shield. i'm just saying i think it'd be cool if that, we could. they still don't acknowledge that show yeah i mean the thing is it's crazy because that show became really good once they acknowledged the, the movies and nick fury was on that show yes so you know what you i mean you can't just give me phil colson back i don't care saying, hey whatever I'm aspect we can make it work <laughs> we it can work there's ways to make it work i don't know if they're going to do it but there's ways to make that show Your egos aside and give the fans what they want just give us that i don't even need all of it i just need daisy and yeah I mean, you could do. I mean, obviously, obviously. we need the cavalry too. Yeah, I'll, so. I'll take the cavalry. Yeah. But I'm, the saying, I'm not going to say I don't need them all, but I can. I can take. Give two. me those three. Give me those three right there. Give me three of them. I, I'll be okay. So, um, I don't know. The good thing about the show again is that there's an endless possibilities of things that can happen. Um, I'm, I'm again very interested, very invested in, uh, the show. I think the these first three episodes were really strong, really solid, um, way to start the show. But I think the important thing is here is how they end it. Um, the show does need to end on a note where it's going to be like, okay, they captured the show and what this threat is going to be. And even after the threat... There has to be consequences. has to be consequences. But even after this threat happens, you know, obviously we've had some consequences, right? We've had two major losses, um, especially to the people, you know, to Nick and Talos. Yeah. So that's really important. But um, I'm thinking the world effect. It has to affect the world in some way. It has to make those defenses a little bit lower. So when this main attack comes, like it has to affect what happens in the future. Right? Got to keep the ball rolling. Got to keep it going. I don't and want I it think, to just be a one. Like it's got to. And I think like we said we needed everything connected. We need needs, this to take the next yeah. step. Next step. And that's what. Yeah. It needs love about Marvel. Exactly. And it needs to happen. And I feel like a lot of the shows have been a lot of origin tales. And now we need to get to what's going to give us that next Avengers re like threat. Uh, the reason why your defenses are low, the reason why all these people are not here anymore or, and the reason for why they should be coming back. Yes, absolutely. And that's what we need. So, and I think um, I'm, I'm hoping this phase gives us those reasonings. Um, you know what I mean? Because even as great as guardians of the galaxy was, it was really a one-off thing. Um, it was its own kind of side thing. We need that movie. That's really going to, that like we re we really need that not even a movie we need a secret of secret of events that's going to cause the next pain of reaction we kind of got a little bit in Ant Man and and, and I like um, what they did there in Quantumanium definitely advanced it yeah so we got a little bit but again that was also just in a different its own realm kind of thing like it's only more so theory at this point so again this show can be a good thing especially knowing that this is going to lead into Armory Wars we'll see what's going to um what's next for it so um before we wrap it up guys is there anything else you wanted to add what was your favorite part of these first three episodes i mean my favorite was probably that just watching all the interaction between talos and Nick. yeah like watching that brotherhood they argue they fight but at the end of the day when one of them needs help the other one needs help it's like okay you know i'm here for you and a little one of the throwaway things too we can't fit about the eye patch on the owl yeah, that was funny. She oh. was like, I think when she decided, oh, I would have called it Oh, my Nick gosh. Fury. When she was like, okay, you bugged my owl. Yeah. And he's like, what are you going to do about it? And she made a tiny little eye patch. Yeah, I'm going to call owl. him Nick Fury. <laughs> that part was adorable, hilarious, yeah. and didn't 
didn't see that coming. I was yeah. like, you know what? I need an owl with an eye patch now. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, my favorite part, uh, I, like I said, that Nick Fury moment of him just saying, I'm Nick Fury, I'm always in the game, is, is, is was my favorite for the first three episodes. I just mean, <laughs> it's just such a badass line. It's also so Nick Fury. It's so strong character. Like, hey, you know what? You guys can think I'm out, but there's a reason why I'm the person I'm the person. Like, the person that everyone knows as that person. And I think um, it was a great way to, to do that. So We're bringing him back. Yeah. He's coming back. We need him. We need him back. We love Nick Fury. Everyone loves Nick Fury. Nick Samuel L. Jackson loves Nick Fury. So if he wants to keep playing him, we need to keep playing him. Let it keep him, going. To let him keep giving him roles. Let he him keep he going. He said he's not chasing Oscars anymore. He just wants to play. Uh, he said he just wants to play Nick Fury and Mace Windu if possible. That's oh, all he wants man. To but we're not going to talk Star Wars here because that's another conversation. You, I mean, I'm down for that conversation. Listen, but. but no, we're not on this. But um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, there's ways to bring Mace Windu back because we we definitely brought Darth Maul back. They fell out of buildings and they survived. Hey, listen, Darth Maul. Just saying. And it got cut in half and fell in the hole. So many people fell out of buildings. <laughs> you going to tell me he died falling out of buildings? Like I said, Darth Maul got cut in half <gasps> and fell down a hole. And still came back. So there's ways. But again, this is not a Star Wars conversation. So thank you again, Guy, for joining me on this one. We will wrap this up when we do the season finale. We'll, um, normally, we, I do this episodically, but um, this is going to be a little bit of a different case. We'll just do the next three and then kind of just give our, our whole uh, thing. So we'll come back in three weeks for that one. Also, I'm going to do an Indiana Jones review at some point. Yendi was supposed to join me on that, but you know, you guys go shame him like we always do because he watched the movie. We talked about the movie. And Can't I was believe like, that. <laughs> yeah. We talked about the movie. Yeah. He loves Indiana Jones. We talked about it and he was like, yeah, we can do it. And he never gave me a time. So go shame him guys. Uh, let him know that you guys want to hear his thoughts on Indiana yeah, Jones. On old, old he, Indy. He loves Indiana Jones, but um, <laughs> yeah. So thank you guys once again for joining us always. I appreciate you guys. We will be back um, to do some more content and stuff like that. But until next time, Fire Team 